Yes, going through your financial report, the good news, yes, is that you've got no financial worries at all. Will you be making the same charity donation again this year? $200,000, yes? Yes. Yes. Same recipient, the trust, yes? Yes. Yes, and from the same bank account, the Montana Union Credit Bank, yeah? Yes. As per your employment agreement, Damocles will be matching your pension contributions, which have been substantial. You have put away the maximum, and the company plan has seen it grow at a rate of a good 6% per year. You can draw half of that on your official retirement date, which is in... 14 days. Yes. Then in 14 days, Damocles will be cutting you a check for the best part of $8,207,523.04. How about that, Mr. Bisla? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello. Oh, sorry. I don't know why I was expecting somebody to answer. Hello. Thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. This is episode something. I don't have my script in front of me. 132. 242. Oh, I'm a little off. Yeah, just a few. Uh, And tonight we're talking about the Netflix original movie, Polar. Um, Express? Not the Polar Express. Just just, crap. Really? Polar. Yeah. No, that would be a very different movie um, than this one, uh, <laughs> uh, both in tone and uh, even just the fact that it was made rating real people and rating and um, n- nudity. Uh, I am Sean Allred, <laughs> and joining me tonight is Andrew Never Scratch Your Head with Laser Gloves Jimison. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Uh, and also uh, joining us is Sam, who also assassinates people naked in the snow vector. Absolutely. Now, Sean, hold on. Hold very still while I point at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, and the whole wide range of ways people die in this movie, I was wondering where you were going to go um, with that. Yes. Um, or how about the axe under the bed? Axe, in the, axe to the face from the bed was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Or, okay, well, we'll get into it. Um, uh, let's pull up a comfy chair and dive into this movie, Polar. It's a 2019 movie uh, called Polar. and oh, I didn't realize it was that recent. Yeah, it just okay. came out. Um, okay. Like, I mean, I remember doing an episode probably three or four weeks ago. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all of, uh, when I was on IMDb, all the... Uh, these advertisements for this movie kept popping up. Netflix, you know, original Polar, starring 
Mads Mikkelsen and some other people. And, uh, Mads. And uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, this actually looks interesting. And some other people that I know watched it and um, said, oh, you got to do this for the podcast. I really want to know what you guys think. And I'm like, okay, well, sure, why not? We'll do it for the show. So this is our second in a row Netflix movie we've done. Um, though Mowgli last week was tonally very different than The Jungle Book, this movie is significantly farther <laughs> just about the same. down the tracks of, uh, of the rating. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> So we completely forgot last week, so we're not going to do it this week. Andrew, please give us the, the lowdown. What is this movie, Polar, that Netflix made with the guy from the guy that tortured Daniel Craig by hitting him in the balls? All right. The world's top assassin, Duncan Vizia? Vizla? Vizla, sure. yeah. Is settling into retirement when his former employer marks him as a liability to the firm. Against his will, he finds himself back in the game, going ahead. Oh, sorry, going head to head with an army of younger killers. So, it, in in essence, it's what we all face when somebody younger, with you know, a little more tech savvy, takes a job that that you have, and then you want to strangle them. Because they think they know everything, and then you watch them fail and laugh. <laughs> that's very uh, oddly yeah, specific, that's true. but yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like isn't isn't this kind of how the state of North Carolina treats its teachers? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I guess. Yeah, the state's like, oh, you are getting close to retirement age, and we owe you a lot of money. It's time to die. <laughs> uh, I don't think that reads very. Correct. No, that's that's accurate. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> he's not a liability of the firm. He's going to retire and go hide. He's not a liability. Only... Yeah, he's not the li- I mean, they kind of ruined part of the story. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were still talking about teachers. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no. This is this is a how they're saving money type of deal, right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. okay. It's been a while since I've gotten to play this clip and I have to look for it while I talk but basically the, the whole the whole point of the movie right so like John Wick gets back into the fold because this dude shows up and kills his dog yeah and it's just a pure and simple revenge um, flick revenge movie that's all it is I swear if you kill my dog yeah uh, <laughs> yeah I mean he just they, they, they killed his dog and he's mad and he he and he, he wants his revenge on that, and, and we kind of get that. And then the second movie, he gets brought back in for a very different reason, but for all intents and purposes... Still he, haven't seen that second movie. Oh, it's all right. It's not as good as the first, but it's, it's yeah. pretty entertaining. Um, but, you know, he gets brought back in for completely different reasons, whereas in this movie, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and play this. Not a great plan. The, the, the bad guy... <laughs> Apparently, you know, this company that's been around for a long time, this Damocles, right? And then we have to assume that that weird dude that's in charge of it, that played Tweedledee and Tweedledum in the freaking Alice in Wonderland movies. Um, <laughs> this one was Tweedle, yep. Tweedle Stupid. Um, he, 
I guess his father started this assassination company. Or the father before his father or, or somewhere. Or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's an old company, and for whatever reason, he, he's ready to retire it. He's ready to sell off to the, the men in black. And, uh, but in order to do so, he needs to prove that they have income. And so, in doing so, if he kills all these dudes that are about to retire, their pensions fall back to the company, therefore generating revenue. I mean, that's the point. And it, it seems kind of dumb. Yeah, especially when you're dealing with killers. And that... And the and the and the and the woman Vivian, who we know from Vikings, um, mm-hmm. who is um, hot. I guess I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Wait, wait, wait. Which one was she? She was Vivian. Vivian. She was the one that kept saying, "Just pay him the money, and he'll go away." Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, she's from Vikings, uh, which is a really good show. Um, anyway. Uh, what was my point with her? I don't remember. Anyway, she was like, well, yeah, obviously she just kept saying, just pay him the money because it'll be, it'll be safer. Yeah. It just, it, it just seemed like, it seemed like he expensed more money or at least as much money trying to gain $8 million. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, he had to pay him an extra million to go to do the to trap. And in order to, to set the trap, he had to pay that Mexican dude and then the hotel. And then he had to pay his his A team, which weren't very good, by the way. Uh, I don't know. They were efficient until him. Were they? I mean, were they though? Like, okay, here's something They're I want to talk really about. Really good at killing. Uh, uh, okay, Hans Gruber was just better. He the, did a better job. Hans Gruber. <laughs> the so the first the first the opening scenes of the movie is their first target, right? Yeah. Who is another dude who is. Part of this was it, team was that uh, Johnny Nashville? Oh, I don't know. Was it? <laughs> it looked like him. Did it really? Yeah, it was. It was, was it? That was Johnny Nashville. I didn't. I didn't even think to. Yeah, and I thought that this movie was going to be a comedy from the moment I saw him, and I thought, well, me too. John, okay. uh, it's Johnny Knoxville. It's same right state, wrong city. Oh, but yeah. Sorry. No, it's fine. I was with you for a little bit. I'm like Johnny Nashville. That sounds like a cool name. <laughs> Johnny Pigeon Forge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to jo- we're going to go see Johnny Chattanooga in uh, Char- uh in Memphis. Um No, uh yeah, I I completely didn't realize that that was him. And yes, this movie sets the tone real early with the dick joke right there at the beginning. Um Oh good lord, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then it then it just deflates. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't put a sound effect on it. But I, it just seemed like it seems strange that if you have this sniper who's so good at getting to a place where he could snipe this dude, it would have been easier, I think. Like, the dude was asleep. Did you really need to wake him up, do the whole sexy, sexy pool thing, and then shoot him, like, 16 times? Wouldn't it have just yeah. been easier? Like, he's asleep. Just She was there, right, with her yeah. waterproof lipstick that can somehow survive the pool. Like why was she? While she was there, she should have just walked up and shot him in the head. Like there was no point to doing all the other stuff to it, other than to make it look, I guess, awesome or cinematic. It just seemed wasteful. No, I agree. I agree in terms of wastefulness, but I enjoyed that group. Well, I mean, 
and, and the different personalities in that group made me made me laugh a few times in this movie. And they're all weird tropes. Like like there's no normal people in this movie except <laughs> Vanessa, Vanessa Hutchins and honestly Mads Mikkelsen. They're like the only two normal people in this movie. And maybe the prostitute that he sleeps with later. Yeah. Like that's it. They're the <laughs> only normal people. And I mean even even Mads and Vanessa Hutchinson's characters have, you know, issues. But they don't seem ridiculous. But that that alpha team, whatever, they were the most ridiculous. Like they just said, "Okay, we're gonna you're each gonna be a trope, and then be the most ridiculous version of that trope." Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> In this type of movie, yeah, I'm totally okay with it. And you know what? You're right. I'm with you. Um, I'm I'm totally with you. Put this in a James Bond film, and I'm deeply disappointed. Yeah, well, especially now since we've seen James Bond movies where the Daniel Craig ones where the bad guys aren't cartoon characters like they were in Pierce Brosnan and before. Yeah. 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 But in terms of, of theme, I, did you, have you guys ever seen smoking aces? Do we ever see that? No, we haven't. Yeah, and, I think and, so. and I have yeah. not seen it. We got to see that. Cause that, this movie reminds me a lot of it. Isn't that a guy Just, Ritchie film? Yeah. In terms of, style and kind of having fun with the violence. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, um, one of these days we got to get, we got to get seen that. All right. but, well, um, well, yeah, we do need to get some more Guy Ritchie movies on the list. I think uh, I enjoy his directing. Yeah. But, um, and this is, this is not Guy Ritchie doing this. Who, who was the director on this one? Of this movie? Yeah. Uh, it was a Swedish name. Uh, Jonas Ackerlund. Akerlund. Akerlund. Uh, Which is... How do you pronounce the A with the little circle over top? No, you got it right. Akerlund? He's from from Stockholm. He is from Sweden. Um, He is known for such movies as this and something called Lords of Chaos. Uh, He did a U2 video. He did a Kesha, a Lady Gaga, Rammstein, Metallica, Pussy Riot, Beyonce... Hmm. Mostly, so he's Mostly. a he's a video uh, music video guy. Music video, okay. Yeah. More Rammstein, Maroon Five. There's anything wrong with that? No, Michael Bay got his start there. Well, not yeah. that there's anything wrong with that. He has made some fine movies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he I has. Can't, it's hard for me to uh, to like Michael Bay much anymore. Why? Because he killed the Transformers. Okay, forget the Transformers for just a minute, right? Just forget that. Remember, what, 13 hours? He did that. That was a good movie, and we all liked it. Yeah. And that was during his Transformers nightmare. Remember uh, uh, Pearl Harbor? Pearl Harbor is not a terrible movie. It's a terrible movie. If you take out the the ridiculous three, the, the, the love scene... It's a uh, pretty you're good. Saying if you change the movie, it's not a bad movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a pretty good historical film, other than the love scene. Okay. No, you're, again, you're, you're, you're. It's easy to do some low hanging fruit with him because he's got a lot of, a lot of it. But we yes. all liked Bad Boys One and Two. We all liked, um, The Rock. The Rock. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so. Yes. Armageddon has decent moments. Armageddon has some fun moments. Other than when you're putting animal crackers in people's belly buttons, it's a fine film. Ew. Um, I know, right? Um, yeah. I, like We all know what goes in your belly button. Food should not be one of them. Um, 
Wait, that's not how it works? No, no, that's not how you eat. You don't just insert and... Uh, Osmosis. Yeah. Or if you push hard enough, it goes in. That sounds painful. That makes my belly button oh. hurt. Right? Also what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so my point is, is that... Or Sam's point was we should watch Smoking Aces. I think that was the point that you started. Yes. Okay. Yep. I'm fine with yep. that. Basically, it's that style. It's the very kind of fun, hyper-violent. But this was based off a, of a, a comic book, right? Yeah, Dark Horse comic, graphic novel, more appropriately called Polar. Yeah. Yeah, so I can understand that, especially with the kind of crazy characters. Um, I give a little bit leeway to to that kind of stuff. Yeah. I did not, I, I'm kind of with you there, Ope, with I did not believe Mr. Weird Blonde Albino Guy. Um he just didn't fit in this role. I didn't see, I don't know why people were taking him seriously. I, I just don't like that guy. And I don't know if it's cause he's weird looking, but I, I just, I, I have a hard time watching him on screen. Uh, no, I, I, he is a weird looking dude. You're not wrong. Um, and, I don't know what the comic book version of him looks like. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he's... All of his scenes made me uncomfortable. I mean, all of them. And but then the, the... I mean, at one point I was thinking, is this a uh, torture porn? Yeah. Does that make sense? No, you're... Yeah, I mean, a little bit. It's kind of... Um, not like like the Saw movies kind of a thing. Yeah, it kept going and going um, on the torture scene. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I don't know. Just all of the bad guys were weird and and just over the top and very cartoonish. And I, if you're doing a comic book movie, I understand that they're trying to capture that. Mm-hmm. And from what I've been told, not what I've been told, but what I've heard about other people is that everyone they love the movie except him. Interesting. Even the other weird bad guys, they're okay with because it's it's okay when you're the when you're the hit list hitman team. It's okay to be kind of weird and and whatever. Because you again, we 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 all liked them because they were they were strange and they had different skill sets and um and and whatever. But but when your main boss is that guy, it's like how is he the boss? Right. You know, it just, he doesn't seem like someone that could be the leader of that outfit, other than the fact that it was just because his dad gave it to him, I guess. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't feel like in today's society, I, I think I'm pretty sure that the, the main assassins would be like, I think Vivian would have stabbed him in the face by now. She seemed more yeah. together than he did. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Yeah. And I think we've talked about before in the past that, in order to be a boss, other people have to fear you. And I don't see anybody fearing him. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've talked about that many times where, you're right, Andrew, where in, in the world of, of villains, right, in the, in the villain community, usually the reason why you are the boss is because you are most feared. Um, Crime families happen, you know, crime bosses happen because someone killed enough other people and rose to power, and enough other people swear, swore, you know, legi- legi- legenius? I can't talk tonight. 
legitimate? No, um, allegiance to that allegiance. person. Allegiance, yeah, okay. And, and therefore, that's how you build armies and networking and whatever for, for villains. So, um, but you're not wrong. I, it's, it's hard to imagine that dude as the center of, of any kind of villain thingy. So, um, I mean, I get Morgan Freeman at the beginning, at the, at the, the, the head of Wanted. Because he seems like a creepy mf'er who's also smart and ruthless. Um, you know they don't all have to be huge and strong like Bane. I mean, they, you can have villains who are smart, and that's why they're in charge is because they're really smart. But he didn't seem like any of those things. Uh-huh. He, he just seemed like a dude that liked to torture Mads with uh, some wire snips. So you know the crazy thing I just saw. Hmm. Um, our, our guy, um, Matt Lucas, the weird, uh, albino guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, you've seen the 25th anniversary of Les Mis, right? I have. The big concert. Uh, well, no, I haven't, but I thought you meant the movie. Yeah. So. Oh, anyway, he's, uh, he is the innkeeper in that. Okay. In that show. Interesting. So, in the 25th thing. So he's in a bunch the of man do- has a voice. He's been in a bunch of Doctor Who. Yeah. So I was just looking through his stuff to see if there was anything. He was in Gallivant. Oh, I love it. He was oh, Gallivant he was, is he so good. He was peasant. Andrew, did you ever see a Gallivant? I did see some of it, I didn't see all of it. You gotta yeah. watch the whole thing. I it's, think season two got even better because they so knew yeah. they weren't gonna get a another one, so they just threw it all in there. Yeah. And they made fun of that. Even the intro song, like the king's like, sing me the song again. And he goes to start to sing the Galavan song. And the crew is like, dude, you sung this song like a thousand times. Let's sing a new song. I mean, they're making fun of that. It's great. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> um, so I think we had at least one and I think two and maybe three hopping men in this movie. Oh, okay. There are a few, yeah. So, now, let me ask you this, and if you guys think the answer is yes, because I think the answer is yes, it's going to eliminate possibly all of of the Hopping Men. Okay. Do we think there's going to be a sequel? No. Mm, I don't think so at all. I don't think it was that good of a movie to have a sequel. But then again... Well, worst, Netflix doesn't care. Worst, <laughs> worst movies have had sequels. Um, yeah. And I was looking to try to find if I could figure out um, if there was going to be a sequel. So if, if we assume that there's not going to be a sequel, then Hopping Man number one is Richard Dreyfus. Yep. Uh, does does uh, Duncan that go... That was Richard Dreyfus, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Like, they pulled him out of some cupboard, dusted him off to come in and be an old curmudgeon and say some funny things and leave. So does he... Does Duncan eventually go after him? Well, he'd have to, I would think. Don't you think? Like, don't you think, you know, he's going to remember the fact that he betrayed him and so he's going he's gonna to be pissed? Um, so that's my hopping man number one. Hopping man number two is the team of people that went to buy the company. Now the guy, the head of the company is dead. So are they going to come back? Uh, the head. Yeah. The head of the company. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah like Get that. 
is, <laughs> is that are they going to come back? Are they going to still buy the company? Are they going to take over and be like, okay, well, this guy took killed our company, so we're going to go after him? Um, is is the reason why um, Vanessa Hudgens' parents were killed is because of that company? And then my third one is, and I just don't remember, did Vivian live? He shot her. She got shot in the back, but he leaves. I don't remember seeing her actually die. Yeah, I don't know. Because she seems like too cool of a character, like an actress, to bring in only to just give kind of one-liners and then leave. I mean, she was in Vikings. She can wield a sword and kick ass. And obviously Uh having her... uh, Okay, having her answer the phone while she's in a female strip club was weird. Like, (laughs) it just seemed... Like, do we have to do this? It just seems strange. Whatever. Well, by the way, thanks for the warning while I'm watching this at work. Um, (laughs) And not only that, not only that, I had somebody come knock on my door right in the cottage scene. Mm. And I'm like, holy crap. What You know, (laughs) click, click, click. Get this off. I mean, that's like a two and a half minute sex scene between him and her. Yeah, right. And uh, (laughs) is it weird that my first thought was, Oh man, he's pushing her up against that glass. I bet you that glass is cold in her boobs. <laughs> that's all I can think about. Because <laughs> it's snowing outside. I bet you that's cold. Anyway. Uh, the cottage scene was great, though. Um, <laughs> and not just for that part. The, the rest of it, too, was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but, but again, totally unnecessary. Like, once they, once they found out, like, they saw him. And they said, Cindy's in place. How did she know to go to that road? They didn't know where he lived. So how did she know to go to that road to do the breakdown? It, it just... The Lucky, bat- look at the draw, I guess. I don't know. It, just, um, it, kept the, it kept the story moving, dude. I know, I know. They, they cut the scene where they, uh, they, they talked to a neighbor and, and interrogated and, you maybe, know. Maybe, maybe. Did all that? Yeah, I will. I'd also say this: I, the the people that were in the other places that he was renting to, were just <laughs> freaks. I mean, I felt yeah. like I was watching cut scenes from Seven. Yeah. Just, just freaks. That poor fat guy. They put like four into his chest, but he's so fat, like it doesn't kill him. And then he, <laughs> he wakes up and starts cursing at him, and then they just freaking unload on this guy. Just. So weird. They were all weird. That's what I'm saying. Everyone in this world is just the weirdest thing ever. Just trope. Don't you kind of have to be to be in that line of work? I guess. But I mean, like that, like those other people weren't in that line of work. They were just freaks. They were just weird yeah. dudes. And the dude in Florida, I captured his audio. His voice weirded me out. I don't know why. It just, yeah. His voice weirded me out. The dude in Florida. Which one was that? He was dude? the guy that opens the door and she's like, "Hi, I'm looking for 506." And he's like, "Oh, come on in." And then he slaps her and he's like, "How do you, how do you like it rough? Like be beaten or slapped or up the ass?" And then they come in. And That's kill him. right. Yeah. His voice didn't match. I mean, even the freaking doctor was just a weird looking dude, and the and the uh, the accountant. Like, could we not find one normal human to be in this movie? <laughs> Just these, these were just well, isn't that a lot? Um, what was the, the black and white movie with the red every now and then? Sin, Sin City. City, isn't that kind of a Sin City thing? Yeah, but that's like that's like literally making a graphic novel physically move. 
Okay. Uh-huh. You know. But isn't this kind of the idea? No. Well. Only in color? I guess. It just. That glorious Technicolor. That <laughs> Technicolor, with surround sound with Dolby stereo. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. I think that that Sin City is way more of a stylized concept where we're 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 trying to make this look physically like a graphic novel where people have like Mickey Rourke's features are accentuated, accent, uh, uh, not accentuated, uh, exaggerated. Maybe exaggerated. Thank you. And. Everyone is ridiculous, and blood splatter is ridiculous. I mean, it's all ridiculous. Whereas in this movie, because though the movie, I, I do like the fact that when we're introduced, people we get the cool sound effects and like a like who they are. I I, I like that intro kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the movie stayed true throughout, so I appreciate that. I really do. Um. So anyway, I just uh, I still had a good time with this movie. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I, I really, really had a good time. Um, I had, I had decent time, but it was in spurts. Yeah. It was not a, a full experience. Yeah. Like smoking well, aces kept me going from the beginning to end in this type of style. I, I just had a hard time going back. No like I, I literally clapped when I saw the gloves and the laser beams. And I think I texted you guys. You did. You said right laser hand that. saved the movie. And that, that pretty much redeemed the movie for me. Because like, holy crap, something I've never seen before. This is awesome. I want one. <laughs> but for paintball. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not for outside your house. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know how my rule is if something keeps my attention. It's, it's generally a decent film. Yeah. And I'm right there with you, Sam. I, I couldn't focus the entire time i mean there was like you said there were some things that i wanted to focus on and that kept my attention and another stuff i just did not care about at all yeah yeah it it just i don't want to say it wasn't a smart movie but it didn't require 100 percent attention yeah there's there is some fun dialogue in the movie but you're not wrong there's i mean after we get past the opening scene with the sexy lady and the in the shooty shooty part. Mm-hmm. Then we spend a good ten minutes telling you, beating you over the face that Mad is old. Yeah, he's got to go to the doctor. He's got to have a proctology exam. He's got to go to his accountant. Oh, the sound effects, by the way, that proctology. Uh, oh, yeah, good lord, it's pretty gross. It made me uncomfortable. I um, never had one, but I can only guess it doesn't sound like that. I hope. It doesn't sound I don't know. Like I'm going to put earbuds in and not listen to what's happening. I don't want them talking. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, and there was. I'm going to light a candle and uh, put on some music. Some Barry White. Here we go. Carrie's <laughs> yeah, Let's listen to some Endless Love. What? Two friends can listen to Endless Love in the dark. <laughs> and. I mean, so like, and then we have to, you know, he's, he's living alone. He's, he's, he's got this kind of strange exit. We don't obviously know yet that there's a, a, a strange relationship between him and Vanessa Hudgens, that there's, mm-hmm. there's kind of a, a sense of protection that he has for her. And that's why he moved to BFE Monta- Montana. Um, but. Um, and that, that did catch me off guard and maybe because I wasn't paying that much of attention. Yeah. I, no, I was, I was, <laughs> but it really did. Catch me off guard. Yeah, and we knew obviously that he was having dreams, nightmares, something from his past that was bothering him, which is why he shot his poor dog. Um, 
And he only had the dog. Like, he gets the dog, and I'm like, oh, John Wick dog. Oh, no, he shot him. Shit. Um, wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Uh, and then, so then he buys goldfish. I get, I'm like, well, I guess it's harder to shoot goldfish. Um, and, but, okay, going back to my weird, my point, like, the people are weird. Even the, the lady at the convenience store was weird. <laughs> I got some audio of her. Yeah. Oh, even she was just weirding me out the whole time she was talking. Um, anyway, I don't know. I just, the movie had its, I mean, when it was slow, it was slow, this yeah. movie. I mean, like, falling asleep. But then you had really long action scenes. I mean, if you want to start the action scene in the cabin when he starts banging her, that scene goes on for about a good seven, eight, ten minutes. I mean that's that's pretty long for an action scene. Um so anyway. Um uh one of the things I wrote was did she kill some dude in a racquetball court? Because they're talking to Vivian and she and like there's some dude lying on the floor bleeding, trying to crawl his way out, and she's like, You good? or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, who is this person? And why are you killing people in racquetball courts? It's just um and then I said what teacher approved the subject of him killing children? It was so strange, this little knife lesson at the as a teacher. Yeah, they don't let you bring in knives to school. No, no, not anymore. Not anymore. I guess it's Montana. I don't know. Maybe. Um, and then I wrote, well, at least he got some before stuff went down. Uh, you think he knew all along? Do what? You think he knew all along? Yes. Yeah, I think I, so too. I think he did, yeah. and I think he just figured, well, you know what? When it when they're going to spring their trap, there's nothing I can do about it, so I might as well just enjoy myself for a little while. <laughs> um, why not? Oof. Well, yeah. like it reminded me of. Did you see the second Three Hundred movie? Yes. The scene where yeah, um, in the boat. Yeah, there's. You, you say Andrew, you haven't seen it. No. There's a scene where Eva Green, um, we know her from Christina Royale and a lot of other movies where she gets naked. Yeah. And she invites the leader of the of the Greeks over to the boat. And she's like, hey, you know, we could be good together. Like, you should join me. And she starts, like, touching him. And then he basically grabs her and then he bangs her. Right? And the guards are outside, like, looking around, like, should we do something? Right? So then he finishes and she's like, so we're... You know, we have an agreement. He's like, no, I'm not going to join you. You're crazy. And she kicks him out because it was funny. It's like, well, I mean, if you're going to offer, I'm going to take advantage. (laughs) (laughs) And it just reminded me of that. It's like, well, you know, okay. I mean, whatever. If you're going to use it as a weapon, I'm going to take advantage. Uh, So, all right, there you go. Uh, And I did write, Sam, wait, is that Richard Dreyfus? Yes, it is. (laughs) Um, and then and that's actually, yeah, that's kind of my, uh, most of my notes. Um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum is the bad guy. I still can't believe that. Uh, poor Rusty has a dog and I did write the dog weirds me out. The dog weirds you out? Yeah. The doctor, I mean, the doctor. Oh, the doctor. Me. I did okay. say dog. I didn't say dog. Yeah. If, if I'm getting a proctology thing, I don't know if I want that much talking. Yeah. You know, it's just, let's just get it over with. Just, you know, just, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Not a date. 
Uh, you ready for some clips of this movie, by the way? Yes, sir. All right, I actually captured a bunch because this movie had some some really interesting things. Speaking of that pro- that prostate exam, here you go. When people ask me why I saved the prostate exam till last, I just think it's nice. My patients have something fun to look forward to. And exhale. We're done. <laughs> if you listen carefully over the noise of my uh, dryer, I don't know if you can hear it. You can hear some of the, the, the foley work that's happening in his, oh, dear uh, Lord. during the exam. I want to know, for some reason, hearing his the, hearing the doctor talk um, without seeing him made me think that he, Dr. Becker, okay, what do we know him from? Uh, do we know him from anything? He's done the True Detective. He's in the Umbrella Academy. Is he? Yeah. I finished that one up last week. Yeah. He, think of... he was Herb or Herb. I don't know. Interesting. It's Herb. I'm not a vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rich, rich, but... Nothing outside. Scene. Um, oh, he's in that, uh, that TV series, the, um, People of Earth TV series. He's Jeff the Gray. Anyway, whatever. Um, okay, here we go. Number two. Do you remember that TV? Okay, so there's two voices happening, and I feel like that, so you have the clerk, and then you have the, the cashier lady, and then you have this other woman, and whoever is doing her voice, it sounds like a dude pretending to make a woman's voice like a like a really <laughs> bad version of a woman's voice okay here you go series that i was telling you about mm-hmm. okay now you have to start it from the beginning i got it in the box across the street now it's british but you can put the subtitles on sounds kind of religious though well, it's not as religious as you might think do you find jesus attractive oh my jesus is a handsome man isn't he <laughs> Oh my gosh, that woman was ridiculous. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> but that woman, she's talking to you, she's like, hmm, I don't know, it's just strange. Um, I wrote, expecting you. Oh, this is that dude in Florida, this voice, and this is, now I know she's supposed to be acting like she's a dumb blonde, but I, you know, I know she's like, quote unquote, acting in the scene, but... Uh, there's just a lot of weird happening in this moment. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Hi there. Um, I'm looking for apartment 506. What's it say on the door? Uh, sorry, I didn't see that. Come in. Great. Um, I've been expecting you. It just his voice just didn't sound right. No. It didn't sound like it fit that body. It just that sounds like again someone else trying to be a, like a weird you know impersonation. Oh, okay. Uh, here's the bit with the knife. The kukri is an arterial weapon. Perfect for slicing through flesh, but it sucks at... Stabbing! There you go. Let's see what it can do. <laughs> now I'm going to rend poor Johnny in half. Here we go. Uh, this, this line made me laugh. You know, I had the worst winter of my life one summer in Belarus. What's going on, Potter? <laughs> it's just a funny line. Oh, Richard Dreyfus. Uh, and here's another one of the bit of Richard Dreyfus. You trust Vivian? No. 
Yeah. I did. <laughs> I love that. I love that little noise he makes there at the end. You trust me. <laughs> you trust me. I always like that bit. Uh, and you know I had to capture at least a little bit of the uh, weird boss man. So here's weird boss man. Time to die, Herr Black Kaiser. Nowhere to run this time. Yeah. yeah. I think that if they had just replaced him and that character had been less of a cartoon, that that movie would have been a little more enjoyable. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Just every time he squirted stuff on his hands, it just made me uncomfortable. So, anyway. Uh... Yes. Boom. Okay. Uh, yep. And now for some more bad news. Ready? I will tell you all of the trivia after I sneeze. <laughs> and bless you. <laughs> Fuzzy bunnies. Okay. Here we go. Uh, oh, the one trope that I wrote is the I'm retired trope. There's about 20 more tropes. I just can't think of them right now. Like, um, and like all of the hints. Like the henchmen are all weird. I mean, okay, like that scene in the in the ho- the motel room, right? Like these guys are professional hitmen, and they're all sharing this crap little motel room, and the redheads in the in the thing banging the junkie, and then the big guy's like, "I gotta poop," and so he just goes in there to poop. He's got the door open, reading a <laughs> magazine. I mean, it was just the weirdest thing. Just, ugh, just seemed weird. And then the 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 girl, the Asian girl, was like dating the 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 boss and. That relationship was weird, and anyway, all right. Uh, trivia: there, I didn't. There's not much trivia on this movie, honestly. There was only like four pieces, and I captured in half. Richard Dreyfus personally directed several of the torture scenes, saying, "Quote: I wanted to make sure they were done right." That's a little weird. Yeah, I guess. I mean, could you imagine? Richard? You didn't do there, Rich. Um, <laughs> yeah. But could you just imagine him going up to the director and be like, hey, I know you're the director of this film, but I'm going to teach you how to do this. But then again, all he does typically is, you know, music videos. <laughs> um, released on Netflix in the U.S. within weeks of the theatrical release of another Mads Mikkelsen-led movie called Arctic, which happens to be titled Polar in some international territories. The two movies are unrelated. That's it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Still trying. Why did they call this one polar? What's, I, what's the the reasoning? I don't know. It's in the. It's it's from the uh, thing. Oh, that's the the name of the comic book. Of, of the graphic novel, yeah. Uh, okay. So I don't know. I don't I don't know if because the dude's bipolar. I don't know if it's because he always is cold. I I just don't know. Huh. Um. So. Maybe because there's snow on the ground. Maybe, I don't know. I, I said we'd have to. I'd have to look it up, um, and I'm not going to. At least not right now. Yeah, here we go. Excuse me while I whip this out. So we decided Ooh, to do um, like weird villains. I mean, not just normal, typical villains, but just the dudes that are just a little weird, a little creepy, a little off. They're normal, see whatever. So. Uh huh. A uh, lot, lot of really interesting ways we can take this. We'll see what you guys did in comparison to uh, each other. Andrew. Okay. Uh, number 
three, Doctor Doom from Roger Rabbit, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, that's a good one. Oh yeah, he was uh, quite the strange one. Yeah, and uh, and Christopher Lloyd yeah. is a, always a great uh, villain. Absolutely. Uh, number two, Doctor Julia Harris from Horrible Bosses and Horrible Bosses Two. <laughs> oh, is she um, the Jennifer Aniston character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not seen mo- most. I've only seen like half of the first one. It's a great movie. And then uh, number one, Jean Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg from the Fifth oh, Element. That's such a good one. Why did I think of that? <laughs> I love that movie. It's like one of my favorite of all time. Oh my gosh, that's such a good and one. What a great bad guy too. And that's way better than my number one. I'm changing my number one. Oh, that's such a good one. Okay, and Sam. All right, know. I've got um Andrew always comes up with better lists. And and no, see, I don't think my list is that good this week, but I've got to put um uh oh, I can never get her name right. Um uh, Gronk and Isma from Emperor's New. <laughs> That's so Emperor's funny you picked that. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I, I did too. <laughs> and uh, by the way, I saw a thing online today that said uh, the Emperor's New Groove next to be needs to be the next uh, live action Disney, <gasps> and there needs to be a, a, a llama with two people in it. You know, um, and one being the button, one being the t- the front. Not a C- be... not a CGI llama, but like a puppetry thing. Yeah, like puppetry. So, um, I've got uh, my number two, another great crazy villain in Hatcher of the Rundown. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? Not Christopher Lloyd. What? Yeah. What? Oh, wrong. What? Uh, wait. What? What? I don't know what that's from. What is that from? What? <laughs> I don't even remember what that's from, but okay. And I finally was able to use this movie on a list of really crazy, stupid villains. The tire from Rubber. You know, I saw that on one of my Google searches, and I yeah. thought, eh, whatever. It's just a dumb thing. <laughs> whatever. So it helped me at least get to this point. Okay. Or get get a, get one for this list. How about you, Sean? What you got? No. That is one big pile of shit. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> for some reason, I was looking for my my hatcher what, but I can't find it. This is bothering me. I don't. I don't know why I can't find it. Um, why are you all doing this? <laughs> I've given you. You used everybody. to label things, but now. I I still label them. But I don't know why it's know, not. Okay. It's not in my... Oh, wait, wait, what? No, that's Declan's speech. This is bothering me. Dang it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, dear that's, Lord. No, that's, that's not that's it. terrifying. All right, whatever. I don't have it right now. doesn't matter. What does matter is... Um, so I did have... Uh, I just had uh, uh, Gronk from... Uh, or Kronk uh, from Emperor's New Groove. So I'm oh, gonna, nice. I'm going to switch that one out with uh, just the Joker from Dark Knight. Okay. The Dark Knight. Um, see, mine aren't nearly as good as yours. I'm really, I can't think, I can't, I'm literally, like, I have that fifth element just sitting, like, 18 feet over there, or 18 feet, eight feet away, and I should have looked at that and been like, oh, of course, that's a great one. Uh, my number two, I guess, is going to be, uh, Dennis Hopper's character from Waterworld. Oh, nice, okay. That's right, you are. Not from Mario? Uh, yeah, not from, uh, Mario, or any other movie where he's a bad guy. 
And my number one is going to be Morton Joe from Fury Road. Oh, nice. Just because he's weird looking. Or any of those, like, the the King of Bullets and... Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The only other one I was actually thinking about doing was the Overdog from the Space Hunter in the Forbidden (laughs) Zone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Oh. That's it. That's our movie. And this is. Excuse me while I whip this out. I did not mean to play that. Wait, what's supposed to happen? That's what I meant to play. Um, this is where we do our out of ten. You guys, we're gonna we are going to rank this movie from zero to ten, um, as tradition suggests. I will let Andrew go first. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. I, usually, I think this through ahead of time, and I have not given it thought. I just didn't like this movie. Uh, I mean, there was some decent action sometimes. Yeah. Both in the form of sexual action and, and physical <laughs> violent action. But uh, that's about it. I just didn't enjoy it. Van- Vanessa Hudgens, I didn't enjoy her as a character in this. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm going to give this a 4.7. All right. That's fine. You like this just a smidge better than Kung Fu Yoga. Yeah, I would, I would say that. Okay. Uh, Sam. Um, you know, I think, uh, Andrew and I think pretty, pretty close alike on this one. Um, again, it, it didn't keep my, Full attention, um, only in parts and pieces. Uh, it felt like an homage to maybe a, a better director, um, but uh, I don't know. It just the the villain was too cartoony for me. Even if it is a um, one a movie based on a on a uh, I almost said podcast on a comic book, I'm going to give it a four point four three out of ten. All right. Um, that's fine. Um, I'm looking at the, uh, I'm actually Googling the Polar, the graphic novel here. Uh, Polar depicts the story of international hitman Black Kaiser. Um, he is forced out of retirement after an assassination attempt is made on his life. The story described as bleak features a Femme Fatale character in a large amount of gore and is set in an icy landscape. The webcomic is notable for its lack of dialogue and speech balloons and features somewhat minimalistic style and color, render being rendered entirely stark black, white, and orange. Interesting. Huh. All right. Anyway, um, but cool. it's all done through Dark Horse. Dark Horse Comics. So, all right. Cool. Uh, that doesn't help my score at all. I'm just wanted to give you a little bit, a little bit of background. Uh, I'm actually not going to give it much more praise than you guys. Uh, I had kind of a good time now and it might've helped. I had to break this movie up over two days or or two viewings. I should say not two days, two viewings. I had to watch it earlier in the day and then, then my family came home. So I definitely couldn't watch it while they were, while my kids were awake, uh, for fear of them just walking in. And seeing what I was watching, so then I had to wait until after they went to bed to finish it. So that actually probably helped my viewing because I wasn't, you know, I, I could, I could, there was basically after the scene at the cabin, I was able to turn it off. Um, and that kind of <laughs> helped, I think. So, um, 
And it just kind of caught me in a good mood. I don't know. I, it made me laugh out loud several several moments. So I'm going to give it... I mean, like, when the guards are... Like, when he's storming the castle at the end and the guards are just leaving because they don't want to get killed. <laughs> like, that just... I was laughing. That's just, that's just too funny. You know, he's like, go get him. And then they're like, F you. I'm out of here. Um, and he pulls out some World War One uh, pistol, which is weird. Anyway, which is the same... Actually, if I'm thinking about it, it's the same weapon that Morgan Freeman pulls at the very end of Wanted. That's really strange. It's a German C, C9 or something. Morgan Freeman. It's the same weapon that they used as the platform for um, the Han Solo blaster. It's a little trivia. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to give it a... F- hmm. I gave Mowgli a five. Uh... I liked Mowgli a little bit better than this, so I'm going to give this a 4.9. Just I like this one just a little bit better than Mowgli. I mean, I like Mowgli just a little bit better than this. So, mm-hmm. anyway, there you go. That's the movie. That's sure. your show. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Go home. What's well, next week? Actually, you're probably already home. Um, next week we're doing Outlaw King. It's our third in our series of Netflix movies. Oh yeah, that's the one. It's got the Chris Pine wiener. Yeah, there's going to be some Chris Pine Wiener. Just going to give you a heads up. So, Sam, if you're watching this at work. Um, Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Thank there you. is a little bit of Chris Pine happening. <laughs> a little Chris Pine. Um, if you're not sure what this story is, if you've seen the movie Braveheart, the guy who is who Robert DeBruce. Robert DeBruce. Who betrays William Wallace. This is his story, how he becomes in power. Uh, uh, becomes Robert DeBruce. So it's got a funny name in it, Robert to Bruce, as opposed to Bruce the shark, who is also a Robert or something. I don't know. Of course, something like that. Yeah, are you gonna do that <laughs> accent? To cut off wieners and fry it, right? <laughs> and then, and then put it in, cut out the intestines, and things of that sort. Didn't they? He didn't even the the villain in this movie do that whole bit about William Wallace? Oh, when they, yeah, he, he sure did. They cooked off pretty grotesque. They, they they cut off his talked about balls cutting and, off his balls and his wiener and frying it over a fire. Yeah, and then he it was nice and gross, isn't it? Yeah, and then they spilled his intestines. You could smell what his intestines smelled like. Anyway, that's what my cat's shit smells like <laughs> on a daily. <laughs> oh, how is your, your your little cat? I forgot you had a little No, we cat. haven't seen the cat in a while. Yeah. Little bastard. Has it calmed down? A uh, little. Yeah. Little? Yeah. All right. Very good. All right. Well, next week, cool. we're looking forward to The Outlaw King. Um, after that, I've got a couple more movies on Slate. If there's something you want us to do, uh, we did get a Twitter suggestion for oh. ter- Terminator. Uh, the original? Is on, yeah, the original Terminator is on Amazon Prime. At least I think that's what he was referring to. Um, nice. I do know I that... Mean, um probably talking about Salvation. Well, that one's on... I think that one's on Netflix, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? it is. Um, let's see. Terminator Genesis is not streaming anywhere. The original Terminator... Uh, see, Judgment Day is not streaming. The original... Uh, Salvation, yeah, Terminator Salvation is on Netflix. Um, I can't find the original Terminator. Hmm. Really, I just typed in the just Terminator and 
two, three, four, and five showed up, but I can't find the first one. Oh, there it is. There's the first one. Yeah, the first one is on Netflix. Okay. The 1984 one is on Netflix. So we can do that. Um, we can do that uh, after Outlaw King if you want. Uh, like I said, since a listener actually suggested yeah, it. Yeah, since a listener did it. Yeah, I'd say so, so. I'll add it to the list right now. Perfect. Yeah, so after Outlaw King, we'll do the Terminator. Um, thank you for that request. Uh, his name is Andrew. Um, see, see how easy that, that is? No, <laughs> just request it and we'll do it. Um, in the meantime, in the meantime, uh, you may go to our website. Um, maybe, I don't know, if you can. Can you? Can people go to our website, Sam? Oh, uh, no. Not oh, yet. no, not yet? Okay. Still, not yet. still, I mean, it's there, but it's just bad. Still broken? Just, just really bad. You know where they can go is nc-school-heroes.com and they can search Andrew Jepson and vote for me and I could win $10,000. Shameless plug. But, no. uh... Just NC, say that again? What is it? NC? nc-school-heroes.com School heroes. Oh, okay. That's cool. All right, yeah, vote for Andrew. I have and, to take uh, a look. Yeah. And then it Andrew. ends March 31st. All right. How many times can you vote, Andrew? Once a day. From many devices and many uh, uh, search engines. Uh, I mean, uh, nice. web browsers. Great. We'll do that. Um in the meantime, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash cheap seat reviews, and you can uh, uh, like us and uh, communicate with us. Same as Twitter, at uh, cheap seat cast is how you can get a hold of us there. Um, email is cheap seat reviews at gmail.com. Feel free to e- shoot us an email um, if you want to. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes, please. It really helps. Um, it was brought to my attention that our live episode only had 45 minutes of the show on it. Hopefully that's been fixed. Um, so I'll, uh, if not, I'll make sure it's fixed uh, today. So on behalf of Sam and Andrew, this is Sean saying thank you for listening and good night. Good night.